Yeah, have a take and don't suck, Slee, right? Have you heard that before? A solid open from Morales <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'll take the face. How many times have you said that? He's like, I really wish I would have phrased that differently. I'm calling out everybody. <laughs> I go out to a restaurant tonight. Don't make eye contact with me. <laughs> when, don't look or, at me in, in the eyes. Unless you want some of this. Right? You got to finish it off. Look, you you looking at me? You looking at me? Do you know who I am? Do you know Do you Trev, know what I do? Trev, Trev. Hey, are you looking at me? Yeah, I am. Okay, sounds good, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Uh, appreciate hey, the time. I'm Alan. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Can I get you a drink? <laughs> let me pick up that first round for you. Let me let me let me get that for you. You know, it, it, we we kind Dave, of let's go somewhere right else. It. I don't like this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they said the line said it's gonna be like forty five minutes. Let's go. Find There's nobody place. here. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do it. Let's just. I, oh, it's I just looked at Yelp. I just looked at Yelp. Speaking of, so we go to this restaurant last night, right? It was a, kind of a normal time. It's like six o'clock, not three thirty. We, we 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 walk in. Well, you're also the guy that decided. Can I give you a good example of this? I thought of this after. Remember when you were doing your story two weeks ago about how? Oh my gosh, I went to a restaurant. It was six forty-five. I think you had yeah. reservations something along yeah. those lines, but you didn't sit till after seven thirty. Yeah. This is what it's the equivalent to. Okay. Do you want to go drive in Friday traffic at six <laughs> o'clock? Do you want to go hit the road, or do you want to be a little bit more strategic? I'm a little more strategic when it comes to the restaurants, okay? But you are going to... right in the heart of traffic. <laughs> but I don't want to eat my dinner at 345. That's the problem. Your strategy involves no, you don't... me eating dinner you know before do? before most people have digested their lunch. Okay, first, first of all, stop making it like it's 345, okay? It's closer to 430. It's closer to 430. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, and this is even more important, I won't eat lunch, so I'll, like, skip lunch. So then oh, yeah. I'm starving by then. So it's not like I just had a meal, and then I followed it up with another meal 45 minutes later. But then, but you told me you also go late at night. So basically, I think I just cracked the code. You're just having a very late lunch, and then, like, you're going, like, Spanish and eating dinner at, like, 11. That's that's kind of your jam. You're just pushing your meal your meal schedule back. If you walk by my place around 11 o'clock at night, like, why am I hearing – Knives and forks, like what? What's going on in there? It's eleven. <laughs> it's eleven it's going on at in night. There. So I walk in. We walk into this place, and we walk up to the hostess stand, and you know, I say, "Yeah, I've done two. Yeah, Travis and, Rogers. Uh, <laughs> no, do I even no. need to say my name? <laughs> Just to get a party of two, and she goes, "Yeah, it's going to be about a half an hour." And and I I look at the re- the restaurant is maybe at fifteen percent capacity. There's nothing but empty tables. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, yeah, I can see why. Like making a joke. You know, like there's there's nobody here. What do you mean I have to wait a half an hour? How did you say it? How did you say it? Because that, that, they'll, they'll take this one of two ways. Hey, we got a freaking a-hole coming in here. Or she's going to laugh with you. How did you say it? No, so I say, so she says it'll be about a half, and I said, "Oh yeah, I can, I can, I can see why." And I, I kind of hold my like point to all the empty tables, and she got it. She she got it. She kind of goes, "No, no, we we haven't staffed up right. We're still trying to figure it out." I said, fine, no problem. And she goes, "You can sit at the bar if you like." So we went and sat at the bar. But it, uh, they, restaurant people, we want you to succeed, but let's make sure that we can sit down at a normal time, right? I don't need to be Al at three forty-five in the afternoon. I'd love for uh, I'd lo- I'd love for her to say yeah it's going to be about a half hour oh because it's a packed house <laughs> like you're making noise <laughs> so other people hear you too just I, I, you take me as one of those guys that just wants to be the center of attention all the yep. time.
You got me figured out. You got me figured out. All right, here's another thing that we just brushed by and asked Slee. When did we start allowing everybody to have an emotional support blank on an airplane, in a restaurant, at the mall, on the freeway? When did we yeah. just get to start bringing animals anywhere we want? That doesn't. That just doesn't – because remember when you travel before – and yep. once in a blue moon, you would see like a dog or a cat, and you're like, well, that's kind of weird. I can't remember the last time you were yeah. somewhere, and I didn't see somebody have an animal in a restaurant. It's just, what are we doing? Now I'm on Southwest sitting next to a goat. Yep. No, no, no I understand. <laughs> you must feel a lot safer now. My yeah, I goodness. can't answer that one. I'm not sure about that one. I don't like it at all. All right, here's one more. This is a late-ass sleeve from Dave. And Dave says, gender reveal party or co-ed baby shower, and no, you can't choose suicide. <laughs> so you've got to. I'll go gender reveal. Ah, oh, yeah, gender reveal. Eh, maybe. Yeah, I'll maybe. go gender reveal. Those, those, those. Baby shower, man. No, Bro, baby showers are terrible. You, you don't want a bunch. You can't do Here's a baby why. shower. By the way, how do you even get invited to a baby shower? I thought this was like strictly. Well, I, I know it's no. Happened. People invite you to I know baby now showers, it's man. Becoming co-ed and all that stuff, but like that's that's not it's not a co-ed you, thing. You don't get invited to a baby shower. Slee, Lady Slee gets invited, and it's assumed that you will attend with her. That's how you know, that happens. This is where I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my girl credit. She wouldn't even approach me with it. Like she wouldn't even come up to me and say, Hey, you should come to this, you need to come to this. She she really wouldn't. She'd just be like, Yeah, that's stupid, he's not coming. <laughs> well then she's got it figured out. And this is why baby showers the wrong answer, Funch. Let me just help you out here. They play those stupid, stupid games at baby showers. Yeah. G- yeah. Gender I reveal just... is Hey, pull the balloon. Oh, hey, look, blue yep. balloon. You know what? I didn't Yay. remember. Yeah, you're right. They do do those dumb games, the toilet paper ding and all that stuff, all, right? All of it. All of it. Just just a bad, bad deal. All right. So, Scotty Pippen and Kevin Durant are going at it on Twitter. Um, not a huge surprise that Kevin Durant took the bait there because that's what he does. Just a little bit of background. Scottie Pippen was doing an interview in GQ. It basically said the reason that Kevin Durant isn't LeBron is because he tried to go one-on-one at the end of that series and go shot for shot. He didn't get his teammates involved. LeBron is a more of a team-oriented basketball player. KD's a great scorer, but they LeBron basically said LeBron would have figured out how to beat the yes. Milwaukee Bucks. That's he would have figured it out. What he said, yep. as opposed to not trying to get fifty, which KD did, yep. but rather he would have involved the whole team. And then, of course, KD fires back with which, the one part I really did like. Not not bringing up Tony Kukoc from a million years ago, but he called him Scott, which I thought was hilarious. He goes, "This guy Scott." Which is just I. It's one of my all-time favorite things is when you intentionally call somebody by the wrong name. It just is such an incredibly disrespectful thing to do. So when he said this guy Scott, I'm like, Katie already wins by TKO. It was beautiful. Well, listen, I know these conversations make for good radio, and we're gonna, especially because they're not. These are not two small names. Scottie Pippen, as as big of a name as it was during the Jordan era, right during the Chicago Bulls era. And KD, arguably the biggest name today in sports, right? Sure. One of the bigger bigger names. I'm not saying on he's the top of the list. Sure. On a short list. So you're going to obviously garner attention. And I, I, you know what I kind of took away from this? I, I looked at Scottie Pippen. I saw what he said, everything he said. I didn't really disagree with it. You know what I mean? Like, I there was nothing that Scottie Pippen said when he's making the comparison between LeBron James and Kevin Durant that I disagreed with. Now, 
that's not how Twitter works. And right. Twitter's not going to be this, hey, let's have a great dialogue and a great conversation. Let me kind of – let me explain further the point that I was trying to make. And then KD's going to come back and say, well, let me give you my – yeah, that's not how it works. And, you know, obviously social media and in Twitter. But I don't think what Scotty said about making the comparisons between LeBron and KD are off. That's how I looked at it. That's how no, I took – I took the literal comments. And, and here's another reason why I think you're right. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. What was the reaction after Kevin Durant tried to shoot his team into the next round single-handedly? He'd bring the ball up. He'd try to put on some moves. He'd try to go to the hoop. He'd launch a three. And when he came up a little bit short in overtime, what was the reaction? What an unbelievable performance for Kevin Durant. What a warrior. Look what he was doing without you know a couple of his, his main players. I mean, compliments left and right about Kevin Durant missing that shot. Exactly. Yes. Had LeBron James done the exact same thing, what yep. would the response have been? Uh, this is why he's not in the conversation as GOAT. Why are we still even – LeBron is done. Uh, you know, he's past his prime. Now it's just this, you know, uh, uh, steep hill from this point moving on. The conversation in the exact same play would have been so much different for LeBron James versus Kevin Durant. What a selfish player. Why doesn't he get his teammates involved? I thought he has this great basketball IQ. Why doesn't he find a way to use his teammates as opposed to do it himself? This is why Laker fans would have said, he's not a Laker. Right. Kobe (laughs) would have passed it to somebody else. Right. They, They would have started with all that stuff. LeBron is in such a different category. And this is why... Kevin Durant getting compared to LeBron there. The one part about this that I didn't like that Scotty did was by looping LeBron into it. If he wanted to say that Kevin Durant needed to involve his teammates, because I thought that there, there's actually, I think, a basketball conversation there. As great as Kevin Durant was in that game, it was kind of, if he wasn't going to do it, nobody was. He wasn't even looking at anybody else. You knew where the shots were coming from, and that's what it was. There, there was not really a team concept in those moments. But I didn't like that he was comparing him to LeBron James in that matter. Because here are the people that it's fair to compare LeBron with. Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those are the two guys that you can make a comparison. If you want to talk, you want to say that LeBron is not as good as Kareem, sure. Michael Jordan, okay, I'll listen to that. That, that, That's a reason. But Kevin Durant's in that next tier down. It's not a a huge drop, but he's not on that level. Saying that he's not LeBron James, well, of course he's not. Nobody is other than those other two guys. It's an unfair comparison to try to compare him to LeBron because nobody is LeBron. The two guys that are closest to him as far as on that level of just kind of getting the whole thing and running the whole show are those other two guys. It's Kareem and it's Jordan. That's the only – I'm not – I don't don't feel like it's – I'm okay with him making the comparison to KD only because, Trev, that's the only player you can really compare LeBron James to right now in the NBA. We had a this conversation. I think you and I were prepping earlier in the week, and one of the conversations on first take was Kevin Durant or LeBron James, who's kind of still the leader in the NBA. So those two get compared a lot on what's going on today, yep. but you can't compare the resumes, right? Like you no. cannot compare. And, and I think, you know, what Scotty is saying, I, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Durant, and I think there is also still an, ex, an incredibly – a large amount of people that still look at Kevin Durant – when he was with OKC, left the Oklahoma City Thunder after losing 
you know, that series against the Golden State Warriors, hopped on a team that had already won 73 games, hopped on a team that had already won an NBA championship. I think there are a lot of people who still to this day don't respect Kevin Durant for going to the Warriors. And maybe a guy like Scottie Pippen, that's part of the conversation that comes up. I was with the Bulls. I won six championships with the Bulls. Yes, I did it with Michael Jordan, but I didn't have to jump from place to place to get there. I love that. We're going to continue that conversation because I think that is a huge part of it, that whole respect factor from the old guard. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Stop moving, Trav. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I believe it's, it's, not, it's not really up to me. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Sleek, can I tell you something? What do you got? I've let some people down, apparently. I've let – this has come in in more, more than one form. Let me just read you a couple of these real okay. quick. This is from Capitano Matt. He says, it's a sad day when the great ones lose their step. Hashtag unfinished food. Kevin Henderson writes, yeah. Trav didn't finish the burger? Yeah. To think I used to look up to you. Hashtag there goes my hero. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to let you guys no, down. I'm telling I'm not you surprised. I, I've I have not fully recovered from whatever it was that took me out last weekend. Funches, let me jump in here real quick. There's certain <laughs> athletes that um that make excuses. There's other athletes that even when things are as tough as they are, um, they still come through. And I feel like right now we're looking at Travis <laughs> Rogers, and we're not looking at him the same. You know, yeah, he's he's, he's he's on a back nine right now, like MJ was in a Wizards uniform. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, look, there there was a moment yesterday where where my wife looks at me, she goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. What's up?" She goes, "You have most of your food left on your plate." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I'm just I'm I'm easing back into this. Will you just leave me alone, man? I'm trying to <laughs> trying to figure this out. I'm struggling here a little bit." Oh, and we know you're struggling. I mean, just uh, just disappointed. You know what I mean, Funch? Like, there's certain there's certain athletes that you don't want to see it end, and this one's obviously coming to an end. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about Kevin Durant and his dust up with Scottie Pippen and Funch. What did you say that now he's now he's tweeting about Jackie McMullen? Yeah, apparently um, Jackie McMullen said something like, you know, KD is looking to win three championships in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. and yep. now KD is saying like, I've never talked to Jackie McMullen. She's not a friend of mine, and she's lying basically. Okay, so add it to the list. Add it to the list of people that Kevin Durant says, I never said that. I don't talk to that person. They got it wrong, and you know, I need to go back and scream at a 17 year old who put their 10 favorite players on Instagram and left me off the list, or whatever it is that's got him in a certain way. I uh, I always look at this, and I think some of these comparisons, which is it's interesting, and you know th- this is good content. Stephen A. Smith and he's going back and forth with Scottie Pippen now. They're having the conversation. Scottie's the one telling um, you know Stephen A. that uh, LeBron was able to win a championship without uh, without a star in 2016. Okay, we, let, let's clarify that a little bit. Obviously, he won with a star, but I, I want to go back to this, Trav, before we kind of ended the conversation. We went to break. There's certain people look at Kevin Durant, they look at him differently, okay? There are a lot of people that do not like how Kevin Durant 
left the team in Oklahoma City, went to the Golden State Warriors, grabbed two NBA championships. Yeah. I, I think that's something that still to this day will walk with Kevin Durant. So that comes up a lot when I think people talk about Kevin Durant, his legacy, where he is in the league, comparing him to LeBron James. Whether it's fair or it's unfair, I definitely think there's some reality and some truth to it, and I understand where people are coming from when they make that case. No, Look, I'll tell you who thinks it's the fairest of all. Of, of all the people that have responded and, and – Talked about that criticism. Like, like you, you laid it out perfectly. I don't need to repeat it. The person that is most concerned with that line of thinking Kevin is Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, look, if something doesn't bother you, you don't really have to respond to it maybe more than once. You know, somebody might ask you the question, hey, you know, you're on a pretty good situation and you left to go join a virtually perfect situation. You know, what do you think about that? And you respond to it like, hey, this is how I feel. He, he, he clearly does not like the way that a certain section of NBA players, media, and fans feel about him. Because, look, no one that's being honest or even just reasonable thinks that Kevin Durant is anything other than a Hall of Fame player. He is, he is one of the greatest scoring, one of the greatest offensive players this league has ever seen. He's extraordinary. But he's constantly having to defend himself. And it drives him crazy because if look if if I'm comfortable with me, if you're comfortable with you, and Kevin Durant was comfortable with Kevin Durant, you don't have to constantly run around telling everyone why you're okay because you're just you're okay, right? I, I feel pretty good about me. I feel pretty good about what I'm saying and doing and the team that I joined and all these things. That he's constantly chirping back tells me that he doesn't necessarily feel great about how it went down. Um, okay, we don't have to because I know this is a conversation that we've had for the past 10 years or whatever, but let's just use this as an example, okay? When LeBron joined with Dwayne Wade and he joined with Chris Bosh, they won those two championships. Mm -hmm. A lot of people would still say, okay, well, you know, you had to join this big three. Okay, we, we, we don't have to get into that whole case. But when LeBron won that championship in Cleveland with the Cleveland Cavaliers, that took LeBron to another level. Right, sure as, as great as LeBron is and that his stats are going to speak for itself, that did take LeBron's legacy to another level. Might be one of the greatest comebacks in NBA Finals history. You go down the list of what that was. And I, I don't know if KD, if the thought process here, will we look at KD differently if he ends up winning one in Brooklyn? Like, uh, kind of put his own team together, did it his own way. It wasn't jumping on the backs of a franchise and a team that had already won it without him. I don't know how much that would change things, but I do think that narrative changed a lot for LeBron when he got one in 2016, and maybe it's going to take Kevin Durant to win one outside of being in uh, Golden State. If he won it, let, let's, let, let's play this out, right? If he wins it in Brooklyn with James Harden and Kyrie Irving by his side, does that really change that? I mean, it's it's not the, the Warriors. I think it does. I think it does. And I'll tell you why I think, Trav, because – he signed in free agency with the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets front office was smart enough to say, whatever the hell you need to go get James Harden, they did it. It's not as if he came and joined the Lakers or the Clippers or one of these other upper echelon teams. He'll take Brooklyn from nothing to something. Speaking of Kyrie Irving, at 49er Carlos says, uh, Travis Rogers, you're the Kyrie of eating. Uh-huh. I already responded to him. I, I, I already tweeted back at him and said, that's the cruelest thing anyone has ever said to me. I, I don't. I don't know if you could come up with a sentence that would hurt my feelings more than comparing my eating to Kyrie Irving. Look, you are I, giving. I, I have. I have accomplishments. 
I no. have a track record. I don't need to prove I'm, – I'm not going to do the Kevin Durant thing where I have to defend myself. I'm very comfortable in my track record of how I can operate a knife and a fork. I know what I'm doing. I don't you need gave, to defend myself to you Carlos. You gave 50% <laughs> of your effort last night. That's what you gave for everybody. You gave 50% I'm, effort. I'm, you ate much, half a burger. Did you get fries with a burger? Yeah, I didn't eat those either. My man. Appetizers? I didn't. I didn't we did have an appetizer, yeah, and I did eat my fair share of that. We had a little uh, calamari as well. It's pretty good. Little, they have the nice little pickle chips on the side. It was, it was pretty good. A little lemon on the top, a little aioli on the side. Funches, I need, I need a favor from you. You were trying to tell Travis and I that there's a certain song that you just can't stand, and I think this is a great conversation here. What, <laughs> first of all, what song are you talking about? Because I got a couple that come right to my mind as well. It's give mine. Us, give it. Give us the story to what happened. Well, I was just, happened. I was driving in my car over the weekend, you know, last weekend, and mm-hmm. the this song came on, and it I just could not, you know, I just can't do this anymore, man. I just can't do this anymore <laughs> with this song. I, you know, when it first came out, great song or whatever, but you know, it just it's just so hard to listen no, to no, the song no, nowadays, no, I, I, not I in a celebratory mood. One. I could still listen to this one. This one's yeah, this okay. One's, There's so many right. worse songs than this. I mean, it's not it's not something that I would choose, but if it comes on, I'm not caving in my radio with a sledgehammer to turn Let me the tell you what Travis does. If this song comes on, windows go down. Seat goes back. Elbow out. <laughs> Elbow, Elbow out. goes out. <laughs> Stun of shades he, on. Now he starts driving around. Now it's, okay, I could have just went home. I'm not going home now. Wait I'm ends. driving around the block. But I know I know I you guys have a know. song that you just want to just, you know, delete from the existence of life, you know? <laughs> That's I definitely have punch. a couple of those. I definitely have <laughs> like, a couple Like, seriously, of those. I just a song that you just wish you never heard again. What do you got, Slee? Want to do it now? Do it when we come eh. back. Let's come back. We could take up some suggestions as well. If you could take a, uh, a magnet... To the World Music Library and just erase a song, one a, song. A song you never want to hear again. A song <laughs> you never want to hear again. Take it out of existence. The first time. Remove it from existence. We'll do it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. You know, we are just coming off songs that we can't stand. Right. This is not one of them. Yeah. This is not one of them. This, to me, is a classic. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Nothing, Trav. Nothing at all, huh? I'm just enjoying the music, Slee. I just, I just, I just like to heal it, hear it, feel it, experience it. It's just Funch, uh, play this. Support. Play this till 10:40. We're gonna be, we're gonna stay quiet. Play it the whole so, segment. <laughs> just keep it playing the rest of the show, the, the whole station. Just, what if, just what if, run it right through Max's what show? If ratings, right what if ratings? What if what if ratings just started going through the roof? <laughs> they're playing that somewhere in Serbia. They're going. They're playing that song again. They're doing it again. Um, we'll get to the songs. We already got some good suggestions on Twitter. If you want to get in on the phone too, the one that you just like to erase from existence: eight seven 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 ten ESPN. But a little bit of breaking news, Slee. Yeah. It is official. We talked about it yesterday. Um, Jason Kidd to the Dallas Mavericks. He's their new head coach. 
They're also bringing in longtime Nike executive Nico Harrison to lead basketball operations. Um, how about that? How about when the Dallas Mavericks lost to the Clippers in seven games? Nobody thought it was going to go that far. Everybody just spending time talking about Luka Doncic and uh, what are the Dallas Mavericks going to do? Remember that article that came out in The Athletic? Like, hey, things are not as smooth as you think they are in Dallas. Uh-huh. And then next thing you find out, Don Nelson decides to you know step down. Rick Carlisle, who now is the coach of the Indiana Pacers, moves on, steps down as well. So we knew some big things were going to be happening in Dallas. And now you got Jason Kidd leaving the Lakers and, and going to try to lead an organization that has one of the best players in the NBA but has to figure out how to build around him. Let me just throw this out there because, yeah. to, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. And this is not an anti-Jason Kidd thing at all. It has nothing to – they could have hired anybody and I would be saying the same thing. They need to be a little careful. because, And I'm not saying that you don't do whatever Luca wants you to do because you have to make sure that Luca is happy because he's, he's your future. He's your present and your future. And without him, you're nowhere. I get that. Anybody get the sense that the problem with the Dallas Mavericks last year was the coaching? Anybody get the sense that last year that the problem with the Dallas Mavericks was anything other than they didn't have enough good players? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that this seems like a pretty significant overhaul. Director of basketball operations, gone. The head coach, who is universally respected in Rick Carlisle, it took him sure. about a quarter of a second to land another job, uh, is gone. Now, again, like this has nothing to do with kid. They could have hired anybody else, but – there, there does come a point, doesn't there, where you have to say, hey, listen, are we sure that this is – do you not at least try to have a conversation about it? Are you sure we want to make these kind of radical changes because we got bounced again? We did this uh, last week. We said the most powerful players in sports, right? We spent some time on that. What you just saw take place over the last week and a half, two weeks, Yeah, that's power, Trav. But let, let, let me also say this. There are certain players you don't do this for. And there's a very, very, very short list of players. You know when you say, be careful, watch out, right? Like, do you really want to do this? Do you really want to make those kind of changes? It's not like Carlisle doesn't have a resume. The dude won a championship. But it was how many years ago? Mm-hmm. Completely different team. It was 10 years ago, whatever the case is. Um, yeah, I'm I'm accommodating. I'm accommodating to, to Luca, and I'm doing whatever he wants to do. But this is what's going to happen from here. You either get results or you don't. He's either the right coach or he's not the right coach. Either you hired the right player or the right personnel for basketball operations or you didn't. But I don't disagree with you with that. I thought the Mavs taking the Clippers to Game 7 in the first round was actually quite an accomplishment. Yeah, didn't that feel like about where they were supposed to go? They, they, they I didn't think they'd get eight, to 7. I didn't yeah, think they'd they get to 7. Yeah, they gave a team that was better than them a run for their money. It's a bad that, matchup. Yeah, it's a bad matchup, and it's not a very good team. I know that mm-hmm. Porzingis is looked at as kind of a guy, but, I mean – Porzingis really a guy doesn't feel like it. The guy doesn't play nearly enough. The guy doesn't have those moments. They, Luca was kind of a you know Hardaway made some shots and we saw some other. But that that was that was the Luca show. That's why in the fourth quarter when he was out of gas, they had no other person that could kind of carry the water for him. Well, but I I like also too the pressure. You know we've talked about this where you want players to put pressure on the organization. I'm Luca, and there's only you know we were talking about Trey Young and that there are players that if it does not work out in the city that you're in or you don't think you got a shot at winning a championship, franchises like the Lakers swoop in, right? Fr- franchises like the Lakers can come in and grab Anthony Davis or Pau Gasol or Shaquille O'Neal or whatever the case is. So 
uh, I think there's a lot to that. Uh, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. One quick uh, tweet here, Slee, before we get to the song that you would like to erase from existence. Yes. This is from Eric, and, and, and this is a good reminder that I need to be careful about what I say. I can't believe the words I had a little calamari actually came out of your mouth. Was expecting the whole plate. So this is what it feels like when doves cry. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm sorry, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I have let all of you down, that I'm still not back on my feet after a bout with the uh, stomach flu, that I can't just go and start hammering down whole plates of calamari uh, a couple of days after the stomach flu. Well, I, I will tell I you apologize. this. You, there's certain expectations for certain people. You have set this <laughs> expectation, this bar, like LeBron has, right? He, yeah, he's, out right. In a, he's out in the first round. Nobody wants to hear any excuses, and you've kind of set the same thing. Don't you always fair tell enough. me you got to tie things fair back enough. to the Lakers? That's the best tie back. Fair, fair, fair enough. That is that is a, a fair composition. So the power is yours, Lee. You get to get rid of any song that you want. What are we talking about? So Funches, um, your song was you want to play it again or you want to just say what it was? Can I sing it? I'll play it yeah. again. Oh, go no, sing no, it. Sing, sing it, Travis, no, no, please. No, no, don't, <laughs> Travis, Trav, don't sing it. Don't sing it. This is how we do it. <laughs> See? That's, that's uh, pretty good. I didn't even know the track started. I thought that was you the whole time. <laughs> okay, I got mine. I got mine. And this is all simply becoming – this is simply just because Funch has said that he was in his car and there are certain songs that come up and you're like, please, no more of this. That's Funch's. Funch's, play mine. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Bro. <laughs> what was the last How? time you heard this on the radio, though? How was this a hit? How is this a hit? <laughs> How? It, well, it, they vary the lyrics pretty significantly. What is going on here? <laughs> so, Sleet, this is a great choice because to, to what Funch just said. It doesn't, even, la- it doesn't even churn me down. Like, it drives me crazy. I'm like, I, I, I get angry <laughs> listening to that song. <laughs> well, you picked the right song for the reason that Funch said. Okay. I haven't heard that song in I don't know how many years. It's like over 20 long, years probably, right? It's been right? a long time since I've heard the dogs being let out. And unless, unless you're like at a sporting event, you know. But it, the second yeah. you hear it, you're like, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Yep. Okay, yep. stop, stop. No, and he's still playing it, but yeah. And I think that kind of brings me back to mine because I haven't heard this in forever. But mm-hmm. when we were having this conversation about the ones that we wanted, this is the, I haven't heard this until now in years, and I know yeah. I'm going to hate it about two notes in. Oh, right, no, this is a good one. No, people, this is. People are already in their car saying, that's no, enough. This is Turn it off. This Turn it one. off. Can you do the Macarena too, Travis? I can't. Oh, Trav kills the Macarena. <laughs> Isn't it like hips and shoulders? Something, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Trav <laughs> like You put it all in and you shake it all about with a, 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 a Macarena. I think that's how it goes. When I uh, I got to make a trip at Costco this afternoon, 100%. I'm getting this on my Pandora. <laughs> and I'm getting out windows down, just the whole thing. <laughs> this yeah, is this terrible. is a bad song. This is yeah. a bad song. Taylor, did you make a choice? Do we have one from uh, Taylor on this list? Yeah, or, I've got or? one too. So coming right. from a, a music ba- uh, music radio background, you tend to hear the same songs uh-huh. every day on repeat. And mine would be uh, Sail by AWOL Nation. We'll see if you recognize it. Let's see. Oh, it's a great song. Are you, you kidding me? me? Yeah. This is a good song. Oh. I've never heard this song a day in my life. Oh, oh I've no, heard this it. is a good song. It's so... 
Taylor, this is a good this, song. This is in commercials. This is in like pregame shows. This is this on is my radio. dreams. It follows this me. It haunts me everywhere. Everywhere. But this is a good song. Oh, I can't do it. Did you freaking hear Baja Man? <laughs> <laughs> you want to compare this song to that song? Compare the two. This is a classic that should go in the Please, Hall of Fame. How many times a day I heard this? <laughs> this is Let It Be compared to the Macarena. <laughs> This is Hotel California compared to. <laughs> I got the one more too, and I think it might affect you guys because you guys go to Lakers. Okay, wait, games wait, too. wait, wait. Let me just rank these here real quick, okay? Uh-huh. So far, in my opinion, Funches is good, yeah, and I so is Taylor's. <laughs> yeah. Travis, yours and mine. I, I want to hallucinate when I hear them. What do you got, Fudge? I, what, there's one more, and you know, if you're familiar with going to Laker games and stuff like that, this is a song that I just it makes me cringe every, every time I hear it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. No, no, I agree. Yeah, this, I, I agree. I agree. They play this 39 times during one game. Yeah, okay? during one timeout. <laughs> yep, during one timeout. All right, and the Laker so, girls are all doing the same thing every time. I'm like, that's enough. That's enough of this song. So your first thought when you hear this song is Laker game for you guys? Or yeah. is there something else? I Laker game, Laker game, definitely. Yeah, I can't game. help but immediately think of Fergie singing the national anthem. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Draymond just losing it on the sides. I, I, it's probably unfair to her. She's a wonderful performer, beautiful woman, all those things. But no, every but time was, I hear the Black Eyed Peas, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that. Oh, we got a couple here. Let me uh, let me read off a couple here. All right, we have – this is a good one too. Um, Anthony Rincon says, anything from Sean Paul and especially Give Me the Light. That's <laughs> – Funch, there's some truth to that one. He had a couple okay songs, but I, I agree with that one. Let's see if we have another one. Oh, here. here's he a good one. Us. If you have kids, no more Baby Shark. That was awful. Because you don't even have to have the song on. They will just sing it themselves. Baby Shark. And they do the little hand things. But at least, but that's, that's at least like catering to a child. These right. other songs are catering to adults, <laughs> and they still drive you crazy. Yeah, Slee, would you like to would you like to apologize already? Go ahead, Slee. Here's the thing: say, the lyrics say are you good. Were wrong. No, no, say no. The lyrics, wrong. the lyrics, the lyrics are good. Not, the beat is nice. The beat's not bad. I could do the beat by itself. That's you. That's you. Out of all the voices that you've done, it's that's Bob literally. Kraft. It's Bob Kraft doing. <laughs> what did John say? Baby Shark. All right, that's enough. <laughs> That's enough. What did John say about your Bob Kraft voice? He said it's he said it's Judge Smales. That has nothing to do with it. I don't I don't know what you're talking about, Ireland. I know that my Bob Kraft is an entirely unique uh, uh-huh. creation of my own. A buddy of mine just had a very good suggestion. He said for me, what about Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah, I've heard that a few times. I ha- I have heard Welcome to the Jungle a few Still times. Still a good song. Still it's, good it's not bad. It still it still makes you feel something a little bit along the way. All right, the NFL is bringing back one of my favorite things that's been gone for a while. We'll tell you what it is. It's next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. <laughs> it's not that bad of a song. I, this isn't that bad. I had my cousin, by the way, uh, send me a text. Don't do Sean Paul like that, man. Okay, relax. All right? This is not like. in the same universe as the Macarena and the Baja Men. No, no, no. This actually has a beat and a rhythm to it, and it's not bad. But it got played out so much. Uh, there's a couple more here. People are definitely suggesting what songs they never want to hear again. Well, um, Go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. Don't Stop Believing by Journey has gotten more than one suggestion on Twitter. And that's just one of those... First of all, that song's been around 40 years. You know what I mean? That's not like... that. It's kind of gone through a couple of different phases. It was popular, and then it disappeared. Then it came back, and then it disappeared. And now it's back again, and people are tired of it. It's a pretty good 40-year run. I could still do this. Me too. I could, This song's yeah, good. I could still do this song. Mm. It's... It's been played a lot. The, when I say songs I never want to hear again, I'm talking about songs like you get anger. You, you get anger coming out of you for just hearing a song. Like That's what some of those other songs that we've already played did to me. This one, I'm okay Here with. is a great one. This one will elicit some pretty visceral reactions. Let's go to Highland Park and check in with Javon. Javon, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? What's up, guys? So I got, I got a song, right? Gangnam Style? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when I first heard one. that, I thought it was stupid. When I still hear it, I think it's still stupid. People are still playing that song as if it's like a, a banger. It's not. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Don't oh, play man. it. Oh, <laughs> oh my what do you God. Think? This is kind of your fault, Javon. Once you said it, you knew it was going to get played. Javon, turn your windows up or put your windows down. Turn the music up. Let people know you're listening to 710 AM and this is playing on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this is a bad one. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good thank, job, Javon. Thank, thank you for calling in. Thank you for calling in. So it, this, is, this is what you need to know about Gangnam Style. Mm-hmm. When that song came out, my youngest kid was maybe four or five. And it was his favorite song. So if a four or five-year-old is thinking that your music is just spot on, that kind of fills you in what you need to know, doesn't it? Yeah, that's probably uh, that's probably not the target. That's not the target there. <laughs> so the NFL sleet is bringing back throwback helmets. They're, they're, they, you know, they've had the throwback uniforms, but they had the, the other helmets because they couldn't. They're worried about safety. They didn't want to have one helmet for one guy, one uniform, right. different helmet. But right. we get to, which means we get to see yeah. the Isn't Buccaneers. That, doesn't again. that sound interesting? The NFL was worried about safety. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. They're bringing back the Buccaneer, the guy with the sword in his teeth, the creamsicle mm-hmm. uniforms. We get Patriot Pat. We get the throwback Rams the old helmets. Buffalo, the, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Buffalo, the old school Bills. This is this is good. This is one of the gimmicks that actually works for me when you go throwback uniforms in the NFL. I absolutely love that. People like the throwbacks. By the way, you know, yesterday you were talking about the All Star Game, MLB All Star Game, and how yeah. much you hate the jerseys and everything else. There's certain, you know, there's certain, I guess you could say looks and feels, but there's a. Uh, 
the old school feel, I think, brings people back. I think sometimes trying to do something too new or too um, modern turns people off. Does yeah, that make well, sense? Like, it's, I don't have a problem with modern. I have a problem with bad. Yeah. And, when they, and the all-star uniforms that they dropped on us yesterday were just bad. They weren't modern. They were half-finished and terrible. Let's go to another phone call here. Let's go to Karen in L.A. Karen, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. I love you guys. You're great. Okay, I have three. I like you. The first, the first one will make your skin crawl, and it's Sailing by Christopher Cross. <laughs> great. Okay. That is the most repulsive. Um, number do you want to hear it or no? Oh, my God, please. That would make me throw up. Thank you. Okay, go to. Um, go to. Number two is Anything by Yanni. Repulsive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and my last one, it has to be universal here, is Anything by Barney. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. You're, this is spoken. How many, so how many kids do you have, Karen? I don't have any, and I still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad that is, then. If, if Karen doesn't have any kids and she's still anti-Barney, that's pretty bad. But So let, hold on. Let's let, let's let Christopher Cross have a little room here. Oh, no. That's awful. Just give it a second. Give it a second. Mm. It's kind of soothing. It's kind of peaceful. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. I'm with you. I'm Truly with you, enough, Travis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Thank you with you, that. Thank you, Karen. I, okay. So, y- Yanni, you know, it's not my cup of tea. She had a top I'm, three list, too. She wasn't messing around. Barney is a bad look. Those Kids' music, generally speaking, is great. Oh, so, so you don't have kids, so you've probably not been Well, let me, I'm gonna, I'm going to give you a quick Barney story for a quick second. All right. Growing up, my mom had a freaking home daycare, right? Oh. So there's like 10 to 12 kids at the house every day. That's no joke. Barney was on. Okay, real quick. Every Nine seconds. There was a different Barney VHS going into the VCR. We had every edition. Did Mother Sliwa have the Kids Bops CDs? <laughs> because that's where they get children to cover popular music. And you I have just not remember the Barney until you've had an eight-year-old sing Katy Perry. And we we had that in the car over and over and over again. One more here. Let's go to Isaiah in North Hollywood. Isaiah, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, real quick, real quick backstory to this. I worked at Universal Studios, and I worked in retail. And, man, I never stopped listening to the song Happy by Pharrell because I worked at the Minion store. And that <laughs> thing was the worst thing ever. <laughs> oh, my God. But, again, compare this one. Trap, compare this one to some of the others. But I could see him having to hear this 45 times a day. Every Jesus, single day. Yeah, that's going to that, wear on you. Yeah, I say it was like, nah, Slee, more. When you said 45, it's like, I'm not signing up for 45, 145. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, inf- it's infuriating, like you said, man. Appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you for Appreciate calling Appreciate it, in. Isaiah. Thank you so much. So, look, I, Slee, I think you and I won this game. I think ours are by far the worst. I, I get it. Like, Isaiah has an association with that song from work. Other people have bad memories from other things. But universally, the ones that we picked are the worst ones. I love that Funches brought this to our attention because right when we heard Funches say, man, I, I cannot stand this song, I'm like, oh, we got, we got a list of some songs here that we can't stand. <laughs> All right. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Yes, we do. All right, so let's get right into it. Slee, are you a, uh, a Seinfeld fan, like both Jerry Seinfeld and the TV show? Yeah. All right, me too. I, I am a big Seinfeld fan. I, I, I like him. I like his comedy. I love the show. I think I'm out on this. Jerry Seinfeld is making a movie about the creation of the Pop-Tart. 
which he is going to um, – it's going to be on Netflix. He's going to star in it. It's a movie about the creation of the Pop-Tart. Are you in or out? I'm in. I'm in. I, I think it's so random, and it just the concept itself – it's like, what the hell is this? But because it's Seinfeld, you know, I got a little curiosity on the Pop-Tart. Pop-Tart's been a part of all our lives. Let's let's get a little background on it. Okay, look, even as a kid, and yeah. I liked as much junk food as the next guy as a kid, Pop-Tarts are kind of gross. They're, they're, no, no, they're, no. They're kinda, I disagree with that. They're kind of gross. It's just all dough. I need more filling. There's not enough filling in a Pop-Tart. And that, that frosting that's like paint on the outside, Could it I don't be need better? That. Could it be better? Yes. But it served its purpose for a many number of years. All right, so I'm very proud of you, Slee, for getting through the show today as effectively as you have, considering your guy, your Nate, your late-night guy, Conan O'Brien, uh, put the button Conan. on his late-night career last night. Yeah, kind of bittersweet here. Like, I, I feel bad. I know he's going to do more stuff. you got to yeah. imagine that he does. I don't know who your favorite – I mean, I, I love Letterman, too. Letterman was one of my favorites, but yeah. I don't know what it was about Conan. He had such a – such a his comedy was so unique. It was so loose. I love the way he talked to a lot of his guests. Uh, he had shticks that he would do over and over again, which just made him funnier and funnier. I was a big Conan fan. I, I Letterman was my favorite because Letterman had a little bit of meanness in his comedy, which I think is very funny. Uh, yep. You know, it's it's his was always a. I think he actually meant that, which which was funny to me. But you're right. Conan had a unique POV, right, a very yeah. unique point of view, and he did it his own way. And, and not a lot of these guys do, and he did. I, I, I wasn't the hugest Conan fan, but when he was on, he was awesome. Who's your least favorite? Fallon. Yeah. None of you yeah, guys thought the Magic before. Hour was the greatest show on in, on yeah, TV. I, I'm, I'm pretending that never happened. I'm just I, I've, I've stricken that for no Fallon. I is, wasn't a big Leno guy. Like I never I never got caught into Leno. He wasn't bad, but I never I never you know I wasn't going out of my way to watch. Did Leno. you guys watch? Used to watch Arsenio Hall. Arsenio was funny. Arsenio was funny, but Len, Leno was benign. Right, Leno was the opposite of Letterman. Leno was just very benign in the way that he would do it, but Fallon is like aggressively jazz handy, which is come on, Conan, come up, come up with something, uh, something else. How about this? June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four, Purple Rain was released by Prince. Did you have a copy of Purple Rain in the Sliwa household? I did not. You and I had a conversation about this. Would you rather? Were you bigger Michael Jackson or were you bigger Prince? Michael. I liked them yeah. both, but but M- Michael Jackson. M- M- you hear this? I mean, every time you hear a Prince song, you're like, yeah, maybe it was Prince. And then you hear Michael Jackson. Yeah, no, but Michael was. Mine was Michael, too. and it wasn't even close. Not Mine even was close. Michael. Not, yeah, I, I just Michael didn't listen to Prince. But Enjoy Michael your weekend, Slee. Enjoy everybody's weekend out there. We'll see you Monday, eight fifty-five for the Monday edition of Travis and Slee on seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.